Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Kofefi. Today is Wednesday, June 19th. I'm your host, Carter Laren, and I'm joined, as always, by the bad mamma jamma, Carrie Smith, in her hat. I like this hat. It's one of my favorite hats that you wear. It's my favorite hat, too. Good morning, Carter. There you go. Good morning. Um, by the way, I noticed the other day somebody actually donated some Bitcoin to us. What? Uh, yeah, we have like Bitcoin and Ethereum, which I don't think most people, I don't think, pay attention to. But there is a way to do that on our website. And someone gave us, probably it was five bucks when they gave it to us, but it's seven bucks now because Bitcoin's doing what? well. Woo-hoo. Bitcoin is doing well. I was just looking at it. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Bitcoin person. It's doing okay. It's uh, it's down, obviously, from where, where it was. I've got four miners in my garage that I have switched off for a while. But maybe I'll turn Wait. them it's bigger but last i saw it, it passed nine didn't it it's over nine right yeah uh last i saw it's over nine as well i know this is very important to our audience so we'll look it up it <laughs> is ninety-one twenty-three. that's what we've got so very yeah. interesting yeah but we will have a way to do fiat currency donations soon right carrie yeah but uh, honestly like if you want to give us five dollars in bitcoin I would prefer that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm always I'm all about I'd rather do Bitcoin and Ether. Okay. So thank you anyway. Also, if you haven't clicked subscribe on YouTube, please please subscribe and of course, you can go to Subscribestar. Go to the website unsafespace.com and all the stuff's there. Yesterday we did launch our book club, so look at the video. We have a video describing that, so go find it if you want to join our book club. We're going to read Brave New World first. Okay, I think that's all the procedural stuff. Carrie, I want to talk about Alex Jones today. Is that okay? Who doesn't want to talk about Alex Jones? Everyone always wants to talk about Alex Jones, right? He's fun. So something's happened the past few days, and I guess first we should, we should mention Alex Jones is being sued by some Sandy Hook families for defamation. And I don't, I don't know the complete details. So I am hesitant to say that I don't like the lawsuit, but I'm pretty sure I don't like the lawsuit. Uh, Look, Alex Jones speculated shortly after Sandy Hook. He was speculating, like, I think this is fake, blah, 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 blah. He's retracted it since then. Uh, But yeah, live on air, he speculated about stuff. And he went on, I don't know, a few days, he was saying stuff about Sandy Hook, not believing it, and maybe they're actors and blah, blah, blah. And he retracted it later. He was like, yeah, sorry. They weren't. I do believe it happened. Blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, Alex Jones, you got to remember, Alex Jones is a a little bit of a loose cannon. So he's just going to speculate wildly about stuff and get that's part of his his show. And then he's going to sell you supplements. Right. So that's fine. And I don't think that should be defamation. I know there's people like, oh, he sent, he told people to go harass the families. That's not all that's not true. So all all he did was he speculated on Sandy Hook, admitted he was wrong later. Would I have speculated on Sandy Hook that way? No. Uh, Of course not. But I I want to, can I pause here for a second? What? Think about how many times people like, Rachel Maddow or different talking heads have speculated about Trump and Russia. Right. right. That's the, and that's my point, right? People speculate about that stuff all the time. 
And frankly, society needs people to be, I think society needs conspiracy theorists. We need people who are paranoid of everything going on because sometimes they're going to be right. And they're the ones who are going to dig in and be like, hey, this is a false flag operation or this is this or this is that. And like, that's how we uncover stuff. It's, it's through, usually it's through people who think everything's a conspiracy and they're, and they convince someone who's a little less conspiratorial because they, they're the ones who dig up a bunch of evidence and that person then digs and, you know, it escalates until the mainstream figures out that something was amiss. So I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with having people like that in society. I think they serve a, a valuable role. But regardless of where you stand on Alex Jones, he's being sued by families for defamation. Okay, fine. That's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is what happened to him over the weekend. So as part of lawsuits, something that happens in law, if you've ever been sued or been involved in a suit, you'll know this. There's a process called discovery where the opposing legal team gets to officially request information and documents from your side. And it's a normal process. And usually when a lawsuit starts or when you're put on notice for a suit, that's when you actually have to uh, preserve material. Part of your notice for being sued is that you need to preserve material. So once you know you're being sued, you can't go destroy stuff so that you can't, so that you're unable to then show it later during discovery if it's, if it's asked for, right? So it's a normal process. Uh, during discovery, the Sandy Hook, uh, the lawyer for the Sandy Hook families uh, asked for certain emails with certain keywords in them. And so Alex Jones and his team did what normal people would do. Uh, actually, they, they did less due diligence than actually normal people would do. They were very open about it. They just did a search for the email, grabbed all the stuff that had those keywords and sent it on over. Now, Often, what a little bit more sophisticated operations don't do that. Usually, if you can, if you can, you do the search, and often you try and have people go through it and just kind of verify, yeah, this is all okay to be released. This is fine. You, your lawyer goes through it and makes sure there's nothing um, wrong that's sent there or whatever, or you know, revealing information not necessary for the case. I guess is a better way to put it. But they didn't do that. They just open open book kind of or like here search here are the results now as it turns out what had happened was you know alex jones is a famous person he's under i'm sure harassment and attack by people often someone had sent child porn emails to a, a defunct email address so it was an infowars email address but no one was checking it, it was defunct and and so Alex Jones' side didn't even know these were here, but they, were, they sent child porn to this defunct email address on Infowars, and it was just sitting on the server. And no one, no one at Infowars knew about this. Obviously, if they had known about this, uh, they, and they were a little perverts, they would have been careful to not send it to the prosecution. So anyway, that got picked up in this discovery process and sent to prosecution. And so prosecution started to stiff... Uh, um, sift through all of these emails and they discovered this child porn. They alerted the FBI. The FBI is actually treating Alex Jones and Infowars as a victim uh, here. So the FBI is not. Uh, because they are a victim here. Somebody sent them the right. porn. Right. So I just want to be clear. It's not even, 
We're not, it's not only us saying they're a victim, the FBI is treating them like a victim. So that's, that's what happened, okay? Here is how this has been covered in the mainstream media. You're gonna love this, Carrie. So, article, New York Post, lawyers for Sandy Hook family say Alex Jones sent them child pornography. Okay. Wow. Here's a picture of Alex Jones, like looking all, oh, I can't believe I sent my child porn by mistake. Uh, right? They got a picture of him doing that. Here's one of my favorites. Breaking News Live tweeted out, just in, InfoWars Alex Jones reportedly sent child porn to families of Sandy Hook shooting victims. So now he's sending families. He sent it to families. Wow. Um, yep. Here's a, here's a Young Turks one. They've taken this down. Young Turks posted, Alex Jones sent child porn to Sandy Hook parents. Okay, that's the Young Turks. Here's Yahoo News. Child porn allegations. And then it's got a picture of Alex Jones huddled over his phone looking at it. The, sub, the subtitle says, lawyers, colon, files sent by Alex Jones contained pornography. But, but the main title is just, even that's bad, but the main title is just child porn allegations. Carter, no wonder you want to talk about this. This is... Horrible. This is, this is an anatomy. This is anatomy of how they create a fake news story and a fake. Five years from now, I'm going to have leftist friends telling me that he was into child porn because of this. Right, right. Here's the hill. So they they tweeted this out. Uh, Sandy Hook lawyers say FBI notified after receiving child porn from Alex Jones. Right. There's the article. Let's see, USA Today, Alex Jones sent child pornography to Sandy Hook victim's lawyer. Court documents allege. BuzzFeed, Alex Jones sent emails containing child porn to Sandy Hook's victim lawyers. Sandy Hook victim's lawyers, sorry. So what happened after this was Jones, just, just to put a bow on the story and wrap it up, Jones, uh, because he's Alex Jones, ranted about this last week or I guess over the weekend or Friday or Saturday or whatever I, he ranted about it and he said oh, and, and also before you tell me what he said yeah wherever he's ranting keep in mind they've tried to cut this person off the knees so it's not even like he can go on YouTube or Facebook oh, he's not anywhere he's only on infowars.com yeah he's he nowhere Fox, because but... they don't think you can you should be able to watch him right so he's not on Facebook he's not on Twitter he's not on YouTube right so he he rants and and, and part of his rant was because he's a conspiracy theorist kind of guy, right? He's distrustful of people. Gee, if I was banned from all social media platforms for no reason, I might be distrustful of people too. But so he's distrustful of people. And so he says, well, you know who, you know who's probably done this, right? He thinks it's like, oh, the, the lawyers for the other side sent them, he thinks he's being set up, right? Cause he's oh, like- I was, I was gonna say Hillary Clinton. Right, right. Yeah, whatever. But he thinks he's being set up. He kind of implied, I think he had a picture of the lawyer, implied that it was the lawyer. He offered a million dollars to find out who did this to him. Um, but of course, because he did it in the Alex Jones way, he was then, he got slapped by the court for, um, <laughs> basically the court said he was, I, I don't know if it was threatening the lawyer or whatever, but he got in trouble for his rants and now he's supposed to be quiet about it. But yeah, I want to talk about this for exactly what you said. This is setting, this is how the narrative gets set. And I, it actually, 
it actually relates to um, it actually relates to our China story yesterday uh, because I know I talked about the Hong Kong protest yesterday. After that show, a friend of mine sent me this uh, as an example of psyops from China. This is an article from China Daily all about how everyone in Hong Kong loves the extradition bill. <laughs> it's look, there's uh, mainstream public opinion is behind the government. Yay, there's lots of billboards. It's, it's awesome. Everyone loves it. It's not that bad. Stop saying that, not, that people don't like it. It's overwhelmingly popular. Uh, so, you know, we expect this from China, right? This is a classic psyops um, thing. And I, I kind of feel like psyops sounds like I'm a weird conspiracy theorist when I say that. Psyops is not a weird term. Psyops is just a thing. Psychological warfare is something that the U.S. engages in. You can look it up. The CIA does it. It's Wikipedia talks about it. It's a normal thing. Um, psychological warfare is how you push, um, you push a narrative and you get mindset shifts in populations that are beneficial to your side. So we all know China does this. China does this to their population all the time. They don't talk about stuff that, you know, when there's, there was, a, I think a few months ago, abuse in some school. Don't talk about that, right? That's banned from the press. But, you know, they, the Hong Kong stuff, they're like, yeah, yeah, everyone loves, everyone loves the extradition bill in Hong Kong. It's just closing loopholes. They use all these terminology that makes it sound nice. My, my point and why this is related to Alex Jones is this is all about setting a narrative. All governments do it. And, and, and it's not just governments. I know that the Chinese media is controlled by the Chinese government directly. Our media isn't controlled by our government, but they do have an agenda. They but have a shared agenda. They have a shared agenda and, and let's be real, a lot of people have government people on the payroll. Like a lot oh, of publications have government. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I do want to, yes, I, we should acknowledge that. They're certainly not controlled by the Trump administration, but they are influenced by the, the deep state generally. Again, deep state, it's one of those terms that sounds conspiratorial. Deep state's not conspiratorial. It just means all the people, all that big, the big nasty bureaucracy. That's all it means. It's that big quagmire of a bureaucracy that has a life of its own no matter who's elected yeah i've got i've got a friend who whenever i say deep state he's like oh do you think there's like men sitting in a smoky room somewhere i'm like no of course not that's not I'm what just, deep state means exactly that's not what it means it just means these people these um people who are not elected into power but who hold these powerful positions and who are there even when the administration changes you've still right. got they these people. With their own agenda over right. here build their empires yeah so look the, I think there's a couple things going on here with Alex Jones. One is this is, a, this is a way to see how they construct a narrative. And one thing that's important, and I think Scott Adams talks about this, being first to put your narrative out there is a massive psychological advantage. Even if you know this isn't true, the first impressions, they've already influenced your subconscious. Your subconscious has already like done that first pass of crafting a narrative. And now you're, you're altering it now if you know new information. But that first narrative has already kind of made its impression on you. And it's not indelible, but it is somewhat persistent and, and pernicious. So it's there. And the other reason I, so, so that's one reason I wanted to talk about this, just to see that. The other thing is, 
you got to figure out, you know, there's lots of people the media could be going after. There's a reason why they go after Alex Jones. He is, Alex Jones is their competition, but I don't mean this in like a, they think he's Burger King in their McDonald's kind of way. Um, the media here, let's look, let's look at this really quickly because this is, the people's trust in the media has been deteriorating over time in the mainstream media. For good reason. For, for good reason. You can see this, this poll only goes up to 2016. I'm sure it's down since then for many of these people. So this is split by Republicans, independents, Democrats. Even the Democrats, it's been going down. I think they may have ticked back up since 2016. I'm not sure. But we're down to 14% here <laughs> for Republicans. Their trust, 30% in independents. And this sounds like 14 and 30 sound like decent numbers until you like just imagine 100 minus 14, 100 minus 30. That's that's the that's the actual trust, or that's the distrust. I mean, the, the distrust. Think about it, like so here, independence, 30% trust. That means 70% distrust in the media. So the media's got this credibility problem. You've got people like Chris Cuomo who are absolute buffoons out there saying shit. You've got Sarah Young at the yeah. New York Times. Yeah, racists. No credibility. So if they've got a credibility crisis, there's two things they can do. One, they can try and be more credible. They're not going down that route. They're just puffing their chest up a little bit more, saying they're more credible. So you could try and be more credible. And over time, that will correct itself. Mostly, they're just saying that they're more credible. They're saying they're credible and they're saying, and we're being attacked. They're doing that victim thing. We're being attacked. Therefore, we must be good. Right. Right. But the other thing they're doing is they're trying to find people that they think have less credibility and, point, and put a spotlight on, on them and point them out when they're not part of the legacy media. So they look at Alex Jones and they say, well, he has less credibility than we do. Now, this might sound crazy. As crazy as Alex Jones is, I think it's debatable whether he has less credibility than CNN. Oh, that doesn't sound crazy to me at all. <laughs> debatable. However... CNN. CNN has lost all credibility. Yes, yes. However, <laughs> at least with Alex Jones, you know what you're getting. Yeah, that's the thing with Alex Jones, right? That you know it's Alex Jones. You know that's what you're getting. He's not pretending to just do objective news. He's not like facts, facts, facts. He's like, I'm, I'm crazy, Alex Jones. They're turning the frogs gay. I mean, that's Alex Jones. Which actually, there was some truth to that story, but that's a separate issue. So, <laughs> uh, By the way, frogs do can change their right no they can change yeah. they can change uh their their gender and um and actually they were changing their gender so people make fun of him for that story but there's actually that's a story where there's some truth but uh but obviously the way he talks about it is over the top and hyperbolic and entertaining and it's he's grand he grandstands so anyway, I think there you could argue whether CNN and, and Alex Jones have more credibility, but CNN views them, the mainstream media views Alex Jones as an easy target for tearing down cred- credibility. And this is one of those things that people do. You see this all the time with people who have self-esteem issues and, and, and they, they, wanna, they wanna appear smart or successful or talented or whatever it is. And their method is just to attack everyone around them and 
tear everyone else down and be like, he sucks, he sucks, he's stupid. And then like they feel better about themselves for five seconds because they've torn everyone down. That's what's happening at the, uh, in the mainstream media with Alex Jones. They love tearing him down because as bad as Chris Cuomo is, CNN feels better because, hey, look at Alex Jones. He's crazier, in their mind at least. And, and they can tear him down and, and they really want to show all of you how credible they are by really making Alex Jones appear to be a absolute nut job child pornographer. That's their goal. And now that narrative is set in a lot of people's heads. A lot of people are going to associate child pornography with Alex Jones. And, and there's all these pictures of him with the words child porn and he faces like this and oh, I've been caught those kind of faces in, in photos with the word child porn. And that's, that's what people are always going to say it now. I, you know, you and I go back and forth a lot about whether or not people who push a certain narrative or ideology, like my old ideology, whether or not they are evil or if it's just that their beliefs are evil. I know we're going to do a talk about this soon, hopefully, because we disagree a lot, but sometimes I get so angry about people pushing this stuff that I kind of agree with you. <laughs> like I'm thinking of a friend of mine, a former friend of mine, I found out recently, former, I guess, unfriended me, um, who uh, I've, I've talked about him before. Just uh, He's one of the ones that hurts the most because he, he was, he's so smart and yet, and he's supposed to be a liberal. And yet he was one of the people pushing a petition for people to ban Alex Jones from Twitter because it was the one platform that hadn't banned him yet before they banned him. Right. And I just, I think of that guy quite a bit with when the, uh, as the purge escalates, as this kind of um, narrative building is happening, like the, the attack, like this, I think of that friend. And I'm like, you, you are responsible for this because you buy this crap and then you spread it to your friends. You believe this nonsense. You probably now believe he is, is peddling child porn because that's right. how little you pay attention. You right. Absolute asshole. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sometimes I agree with you. <laughs> like you yeah, are no. doing, you are ushering this in and you are not a liberal anymore. If you're doing that. No, look here. Here's the, you said he was very smart. This is the, this is, I view intelligence as a powerful weapon. It's a very powerful weapon. It matters where you point it. So if you're just going to be ignorant, and shoot off your weapon, you're going to do a lot of damage if you're very smart. Um, you, you, if you're smart, you have an obligation to look into the details and see the nuance. There's a lot of nuance in most things. Most things in life are not that simple. There's a lot of complexity and nuance. And if you're smart enough, you probably should be diving into that and treating it with a little bit of care, not just shooting off your mouth all over the place. Because you're probably very influential and you'll be able to make inroads and change people's minds because you are smart. But a lot of smart people, and you know, we all screw up sometimes, but a lot of smart people um, don't even bother, right? They just, they do the lazy, they're, they're smart, but they're intellectually lazy when it comes to questioning things like narrative, the mainstream narrative or whatever. And it's probably driven by psychology. They're probably you know, the peer pressure to get along with people and their peer group or whatever, who knows what the drivers are, but 
for whatever reason, they've put blinders on in one particular area and then they do a lot of damage. So it's like, it's like if you had some, if you're innately um, <clears throat> physically fit in some way, like you're, you're svelte or whatever, but you don't go to the gym. So you're skinny fat. <laughs> like that's what these people, are. like yeah. they're intelligent, but they're, they're stupid smart. That's not a danger to others. Yeah. Skinny fat's not just a danger to yourself, but stupid, stupid smart's a danger to others. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, and, and then you can be like evil smart, which is like, that's a whole separate level. That is the evil smart. Anyway, that's, we're trying to keep the show a little bit shorter. Let's be done. Show's over. Carrie, anything else to say at the end of the show? To You know what? I used to not like Alex Jones at all. And all this has done this year, has tur- it's turned me into an Alex Jones supporter now. So congratulations, guys. Now I'm rooting for Alex Jones. <laughs> All right. On that note, bye.